Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right, go for it. Good morning, everyone. It's the one and only notorious, glorious V, the Gorilla Economist, coming to you live with my main man, El Coco. And we bring you the news, the views, and all the information important to you. Check us out on Rogue Rogue News. I was about to say Rogue Money, bro. RogueNews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. And check us out on Steemit, DTube, and, of course, the legacy social media garbage that's out there like Facebook. Sorry, Facebook, uh, and then and then and, and all that other crap. Anyway, guys, um, a lot of great things going on. Uh, and also check out our sponsors, mycbdedibles.com. Mycbdedibles.com. Whether you are trying to supplement some CBD into your diet, but maybe maybe you don't like this taste of pure CBD oil. Maybe maybe it's a little too harsh for you. Well, mycbdedibles.com has the answer, my friends. Check out their delicious chocolate peanut butter Buckeyes. They're yummy, delectable coconut, pecan, almond truffles. Or perhaps maybe you would like some delicious granola. Or you're like me. You love coffee. And they got CBD. They got you covered there, too. They got CBD-infused coffee. All their CBD is independently third-party verified. And it's 99% isolate, which is pretty awesome. Okay, so check it out. MyCBDedibles.com. And also, guys, check out thecryptoschool.io, thecryptoschool.io, whether you want to learn about cryptocurrencies, how they work, what kind of wallets to use or exchanges that you need to go on. Check it out, cryptoschool.io. Also, check out the trading room. You go there, go to the Watchers Trade Room. You have the two mavens of mayhem. That is Z and Cowboy. These guys will crush it. They'll show you how to do the trades and how to make money. Make money. Before you take that job over at the perfume aisle, make sure you check out thecryptoschool.io and the Watch Us Trade Room where you can literally change your life. It can literally change your life. And guys, also check out uh, last but not least, liquidbase.io. Liquidbase.io. You've made a bundle in profits during the crypto bear market and maybe you got some coin left over from the bull market and you want to learn how to liquidate it. You don't don't want to go through Coinbase. You don't want to deal with all that reporting, rigmarole, red tape, and paperwork. Go directly to liquidbase.io, liquidate in total privacy and security. That's what it's all about, liquidbase.io, where liquidity, folks, is the product. You have access. Oh, maybe you don't want money. Maybe you want to take your cryptos and get gold for it. Well, you can convert your cryptos to gold, silver, platinum, palladium. You can have it vaulted. You can have it delivered. You can do it whatever the hell you want. Liquidbase.io. With that out of the way, Siege. Let's crack lacking, brother. Hey, good morning, V. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to our listeners. Uh, yes. Hopefully everyone had a great week heading into the weekend. But I'm, I'm I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing good, bro. I can't complain. You know, um, you know, it's uh it's Friday, it's Friday. You know, that song <laughs> from that teeny bopper from back in the day. The Friday right. song. Yeah, that's what it's all about, bro. Fridays are it's a good day, Siege. I can't complain. Uh, weather's pretty, you know, it's still pretty hot here in New York. Uh, I think it's pretty hot everywhere else in the country. 
half of California is burning to the ground. I mean, what else is now? <laughs> right. <laughs> and and who knows who's staging those events in California with those wildfires, right? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, man. I'm sure there's a, a political reason behind it. Uh, you know what? I, I wouldn't doubt it, bro. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't put I, I, not, nothing surprises me anymore, Siege. Nothing surprises me anymore, you know? Wouldn't be surprised me if you took a look at it. And I'm just saying this out there. I don't know if it's you know true. I'd have to look it up. But I'm wondering if those areas that are targeted are the large uh, conservative base areas of of California. You know how California had tried to put on the ballot of of uh, dividing up the state. And I wonder if they're specifically targeting some of those conservative strongholds. And no better way to get them to move out other than than lighting them up on fire, burn them out. Yeah, you know what I I. I... I wouldn't doubt that either at this point, man. I, nothing, nothing surprises me anymore, man. There's, there's, uh, there's no level, there's no limit to what insane people do, man. So, you know, it's crazy. You know, I, I definitely think there's some harp action going on, um, possibly, uh, maybe some vandalism, maybe some, uh, some asymmetric warfare. Who knows? Who knows? But, well, um. I'm yeah. not sure if we've we've we had talked about this, and I'm the not the one that the thought of this. I think it may have been one of uh, Dave over at X22, one of his his uh, podcasts. But he had some great insights in thinking about how much California has been hurt by the federal government not supporting all these sanctuary cities, and it's really impacted the, them in the tombs of of millions of dollars impacting California. Yeah. So, what better way, V, than to create a federal emergency that occurs at this level where now they can push the government to say you have to support us we need your money rolling into the state that's also very possible i mean you're talking about a state where the highest number of homeless people the highest number of welfare recipients is in the state of california you know you know dude yesterday right okay yesterday i was um I was watching uh, gordon ramsay's uh 24 hours to hell and back it's his new show i love gordon ramsay uh, the missus got me introduced to Gordon uh, years back. Uh, he's phenomenal. He just, just love Gordon Ramsay. He's amazing. Um, and again, you know, he's hitting up these couple of restaurants in, in in California to to you know to save them to turn them around kind of deal. And I'm looking at like you know just beautiful places like Hermosa Beach, this that and the other. I'm just like, dang. And I remember my times in San Diego. What a beautiful, probably the most beautiful piece of real estate in the entire country. I have no doubt about it. It is gorgeous. California, you bewitching devil, you. It is so, what a beautiful landscape. And then after you get past the beautiful landscape, the topography, the, oh, then you, you're confronted with the politics. You're confronted with the homeless. You're confronted with the high taxes. You're confronted with the insanity, and you're like, Ugh. I'm telling you, man, if California turns libertarian, if California goes slightly right of center, if California turns from its libtard ways, my God, that that state would be a comeback. And I'd move there, Siege. I'd move there in a heartbeat if California was conservative, if California was libertarian, if California moved right of center, I would move there in a heartbeat because damn it cj i love that weather oh I'm, yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah i've been to san diego i wanted to quit my life man i all i wanted <laughs> to do was was literally open up a flip-flop store and rent bicycles to tourists on carlsbad beach 
in, in I'm sorry, in, in La Jolla Beach, in, right in Carlsbad, right, right, right outside of San Diego, man. I just that's all I wanted to do with my life. It, it's it's great, and it 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 is truly it's it is different out there. I mean, the west the West Coast has a completely different work ethic than like the Midwest and 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 even the East a little bit. I mean, the people, and I don't blame them. I mean, they they enjoy they have beautiful weather outdoors. I mean, who wants to be stuck in a nine to five job all the time. But, you know, I got to experience that firsthand uh, when I worked out West was the, um, I don't want to say the lack of commitment for work ethic, but um, uh, they truly enjoy their time off. <laughs> oh, can't blame them, man. I'll, I'll be surfing out there too. Shoot. <laughs> I don't even know how to surf. <laughs> anyway, man, a lot of things going on, brother. A lot of things going on. Uh, here's a funny story. This is, Clearly, nothing wrong with this, EJ. There's, it, it's really um, doesn't mean much of anything. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, here's a report out that the Swiss National Bank, the Swiss National Bank, owns eighty-seven point five billion dollars in U.S. stocks after Q2 tech buying spree. Now, check this out, folks. We've seen this pattern. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you why this is kind of disturbing. Okay. In the second quarter of 2018, one of the one of which the global economy was shaken by the rapid escalation of Trump's trade war, in which central banks were one after another hinting at their own QE tapering and rate hike intentions to follow in the Fed's footsteps. What was really taking place was another central bank buying spree meant to boost confidence that things are now back to normal using quote money that was freshly printed out of thin air. And spent to prop up risk assets around the world by recklessly buying stocks with no regard for price or cost. I want you to think about that for a second. Here is the Swiss Central Bank. Okay. The Swiss National Bank all of a sudden goes out there like every other central bank in the Western Hemisphere, printing up money using the power, the power, the power of fractional reserve. Going out there, printing up $87.5 billion, and where are they putting it? They're buying it in U.S. stocks. Imagine that. Imagine that. Nowhere was this more obvious than the just-released just 13F report from the massive hedge fund known as the Swiss National Bank. And that's exactly what it is. This is, this is a national bank that's, that's behaving like a hedge fund. Now, you might say to yourself, what the hell's wrong with the crazy Swiss? Well, it's just not the Swiss. It's just about every single central bank out there. The biggest offender that's not mentioned in this article I will get to later. What it showed that just like in the prior quarter and the quarter before that and so on, the Swiss central bank went on another aggressive buying spree and following a modest sell-off in the first quarter, which was a mirror image of the SNB's buying spree during Q1 of 27. The Swiss central bank boosted its holdings of U.S. stocks, basically up 6.6%. Mm -hmm. On a share basis, the S&B added some 33.6 million shares to its holdings of U.S. stocks, which ended at $1.32 billion. Uh -huh. After the S&B printed money out of thin air, it added 4.85 million shares. Oh, look at this. It added 4.85 million shares of AT&T. 673,000 shares of Microsoft, 305,000 shares of Apple, jeez Louise, 272,000 shares of Facebook, 46,000 shares of Amazon, 
423,000 shares of XOM. And according to some calculations, the S&P portfolio now generates over a billion worth of dividends. They print money, and we ship them our profits. Crazy. B, that's a conspiracy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you, you know, it, it's while we are far beyond the point of debating central bank intervention in equity markets, we do not. We do want to remind our readers that until several years ago, it was considered "quote unquote" fake news, just like you said, CJ. Fake news to even mention it. We want to point out that unlike you know, unlike the BOJ, which elites keeps its capital markets distorted. Local SMB, which likewise creates money out of thin air, then sells it for dollars in an attempt to keep the Swiss franc depressed, is actively causing substantial price distortions in the U.S. while collecting billions in annual dividends from U.S. corporations, which are then remitted to various Swiss cantons and regional governments to fund local growth. While we doubt this will be investigated with stocks at an all-time highs, we look forward to the congressional hearings after the crash when the scapegoating and finger-pointing begins, as it always does. And everyone is, quote, stunned. Stunned. We never saw this coming. We we would never imagine such a thing. To learn that central banks were responsible for blowing the biggest asset bubble in the world has ever seen by directly buying stocks. What else did the S&B reveal in this 13F memo or report? Two things. First, it's top 20 holdings are as shown in the following chart. The central bank was clearly not shy of adding to its top positions. And more notably, it was aggressive in adding to tech names. Just in case there is confusion, why with the rest of the stock market flat yield to date, it was tech names that drove the S&P 500 higher. Let's look at this real quick, guys. This is why I keep saying we have complete market distortions from everything. You know, it's just not bad enough that derivatives have completely absconded any any attempt of making it some sort of a mark-to-market calculation. Impossible. Can't do it. Can't do it. So distorted, so whittled down, so far removed from the actual asset itself that the proper valuation cannot even be done. It's not bad enough of quantitative easing. It's not bad enough when we did TARP. It's not bad enough when we did ZERP. It's not bad enough when even some Western nations did ZERP. I'm sorry, NERP, negative interest rate. I'm sorry. That wasn't bad enough. It's not bad enough that we have so many negative feedback loops that is literally the entire banking system in this country and in the Western world is held together by duct tape. It's not bad enough, folks, that we walk around talking about the bond market as if we're walking on eggshells because every single one of us who has looked at this for quite a number of years understands very clearly and very thoroughly that the entire bond market is in a massive bubble. It's not bad enough, folks, when years ago, when the former head of the Bank of England has come out and said, we have blown the largest bubble in human history. It's not bad enough when mortgage-backed securities are propping up real estate prices and, quote-unquote, a real estate market here in the United States. It's not bad enough, folks, 
that central banks all throughout the Western world are infiltrating, are meddling, are propping up your stock market, your equity market, your bond market, your real estate market, every single stinking market and exchange in this country and throughout the much of the Western world is all propped on fictitious phantom growth, erroneous make-believe uniform valuations and all sorts of stock chicanery that if you and I were to do it, we'd be in Leavenworth. We'd be in prison. But if they do it, it's okay. It's all right. No problem. Folks, we look at people read what what's what's going on with the SNB, the, the, the Swiss National Bank. And they say to themselves, Oh my god, this is shocking. This is shocking. They're literally, I want you to I want you to get the gravitas of this. Okay? I want you to get the gravitas of this. They print the money out of thin air, so it costs them nothing. They take the said money that they've printed out of thin air, they swap it for dollars, which is a minuscule fee from central bank to central bank, they're interoperating. It's minuscule, it's like nothing, okay? Very little fee in swapping francs to dollars, keeping, continuing the artificial suppression of the Swiss franc. They buy all the dollars they need. Then they go ahead and they begin to participate I don't even know what regulation, what law allows them to even do this, to go ahead and buy U.S. stocks, and then in turn taking the profits of said shares because we know the friggin' market is in a bubble. If, there's, if there is any sort of debt, is there, if there is any sort of question to it whatsoever, you need only look to the central banks because they're in on it as well. And then they take these profits from these overvalued stocks, from these stupid overvalued companies. Let's look at some of the overvalued companies that they're buying. Facebook, CJ, what does Facebook make? Nothing. CJ, does Amazon make any sort of money besides their web services? Nothing. They actually burn through millions, right? Apple, what is the one freaking product that keeps them afloat? One freaking product, CJ, what is that? iPhone. So you're telling me Apple's a trillion-dollar company based on one SKU? You're telling me Amazon is stock is worth hundred. What's Amazon stock going for? Let me let me look this morning real quick, Siege. Let me take a look at Amazon stock. A M Z N. Let me let me see what that's going for. Jeez Louise. Amazon, a company that burns through money, a company headed by a dim-witted egghead who literally throws spaghetti on the wall, seeing what sticks, okay? Who has literally, basically, they, 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 Amazon's business strategy is, is, is spray and pray. That's their, that's their business. Oh, 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 oh streaming service. Yeah, so we can do that. Oh, shipping service. Oh, yeah, yeah we can do that. Oh, oh, web service. Yeah, we'll undercut everybody. Yes, 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 we can do that. This, Amazon is no different from Tesla. Bezos is worse of a sycophant than Musk. Amazon, folks, here's the deal. Amazon is a company that makes no money. They make their money on government subsidized at the taxpayer expense web services where most of the internet is built up on AWS, Amazon Web Services, and their stupid cloud, and they're the biggest player in the cloud game, all of which subsidized by the federal government. 
that if those subsidies were to stop, this company would implode. So you're telling me this company that is a one-trick pony, that has a e, e, an, an e-commerce retail website that makes nothing, is worth, as of right now, CJ, Amazon stock as of 9.23 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, sir, is $1,898.52 a share. Crazy. You know, it's insanity. Take a look at Apple. Apple is $200 a share. Market valuations are oh, worth a trillion dollars. Wow. A trillion dollar company is going to be the first trillion dollar company. On one skew of a phone that they regurgitate over and over and over and over and over. People lining up to buy the phone that they already have in their pocket, CJ. <laughs> Ain't no damn difference. A phone that has the dumbest digital assistant on planet Earth. I mean, I have an iPhone. I, have, I'm, I like my 8. I have my 8. I have the 10. I couldn't stand it. Jeez, Louise, man. I went back to the 8. And the 10 failed. It was a total failure. How do you have a product that's a total failure like the iPhone 10? They only sold 30 million, if that. The iPhone 8 is outselling the 10, and you get a trillion dollar valuation. They have a 1.01 trillion market cap. How do you do that? How do you have a PE ratio of 18.12? How do you have a dividend yield of 1.40? How do you do that? Your laptops are a joke. Your desktops are terrible, hardware-wise. I mean, I, I, I'm right now talking to you running off a of Mac OS X. It's, 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 as much as I love my Mac, right? I have my Mac. I love the operating system. It's slick. It's fast. It's stable. I like it. I like it a lot, Steve. It's not a powerhouse. If I want to do, like, graphic-intensive... Or, CJ, I have my Alienware with a quad-core Core i7 and an NVIDIA GTX 1080. My Alienware will smoke this thing in two seconds. No issues. No issues. With only one core running. But this company's worth a trillion dollars? It's beyond me. It's beyond me. Yeah, it truly is. So this is the problem. And, and the central banks buy it. The Bank of Japan. Do you realize... 60-70%, damn near 70% of the freaking Tokyo Stock Exchange is most of those shares are held by the BOJ? Japan is an economic basket case, so they create fictitious numbers by manipulation, by graft, by all sorts of chicanery, and they, rep- and they, they do it with heroic Heroic, I wouldn't even call it heroic, but for lack of a better word, heroic intervention, as they would see. And because they they have this 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 acute, this severe, this 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 incredible intervention in the market, distorting everything, then they say to themselves, oh, "Look, look at that. The market's up. Economy's doing better." Folks, this is what I've said for years, okay? This is what i said for years. The long-term trajectory doesn't change, okay? It doesn't change. We're going to have a 30,000-point Dow. 
We're heading for Dow 29,000. I have not changed my projections since Dow 15,000. I have not changed it. Dow 29,000, Dow 30,000 is coming. I don't care about these fictitious numbers. So the question becomes, why is the central banks doing this? Why is the Fed doing this? Why is the SMB doing it? Why is the ECB doing it? Oh, dirty, dirty, dirty little secrets here. Why is the BOJ doing it? Because when you've created as much global debt as you have done, and you have no way of offloading it. Folks, let me ask you a question. When J.P. Morgan, when Bank of America, when 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 uh, uh, Wells, Frodo, Wells Frodo and Citibank have tens of trillions of derivative debt on their books, and now all of a sudden you hear a report, oh, we've paid it down. How? You didn't pay anything down. You did accounting gymnastics. You did accounting gymnastics. You didn't pay anything down. You swapped it somehow. And I'll be a monkey's uncle, CJ, if the central banks were not involved in the off-putting of derivative debt off the private sector banks. I would not. I would be a monkey's uncle if that didn't happen. And that is sure as hell happening. So why are the central banks doing this? Because of all the debt you've created, you have created what I've been screaming about for years now, see, just since I first came on the scene, and that is we are living in an insolvent, illiquid financial world here in the West. So insolvency is the crisis du jour. When solvency is the crisis du jour, from whence, from whence, from whence do thou, dost thou, get liquidity from where do you derive the liquidity when you are facing a solvency crisis you find the biggest bubble where do you if you're a central banker and you want to fluff your book you want to fluff it up as best as you can you want to make it look good for the country's politicians and the politicians go to the people and say, hey, look, everything's hunky-dory. You got to look for the biggest bubble. And where do you find that biggest bubble? The U.S. stock market. The U.S. stock market. This is proof positive, folks. There is no reason, no business, no logic in a normal functioning economic level, in a normal functioning economic level, that any central bank should be about, should be involved in the buying and purchasing of equities. Any central bank. There is no, in a normal, healthy economic, physical economy, economic market, in a real market, Central banks wouldn't be playing the role of a hedge fund. It just wouldn't happen. But in the bloated, putrid, debt-riddled, toxic, metastasizing financial cesspool that we have created, where there is no solvency, well, there is no liquidity. Money velocity, folks, is still tepid. Lowest it's been since 65 years. Still tepid. 
there will be no reason for a central bank to behave like a hedge fund if if it was normal. But this is not normal. So why are they doing this? They need the liquidity. If that doesn't ring crisis bells, ding, 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 warning Will Robinson, danger Will Robinson, danger Will Robinson. If that doesn't ring the alarm bells in your head, well, let it be rung right now. Because I'm telling you. Let it be rung right now. Because I'm telling you. This is what's happening here. This is the message that's being overlooked by so many people. The solvency crisis, the dearth of money velocity, the kiss of death of illiquid institutions is a subject matter nobody talks about. All they want to look at is, look, the Dow. The Dow is up today. Oh, the markets are high. 25,344. As of right now. 25,344. This is... Folks... Folks, let me let me let me tell you something. This is something what Dex and I have been saying for a while now. You realize the market could take a dump. I mean, take a it, the market could literally crap the bed tomorrow by over five thousand points, and it would still be in a bloody bull market. Do you realize that? The market could crap the bed five thousand points tomorrow, and we'd still be in a bull market. We have a, we are, we, this, this <laughs> CJ, in, in Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey, there's this, uh, this roller coaster. It, it sometimes rides when it's working. It, it's called the King Daka. It is the tallest roller coaster in the world. It's as tall as the Statue of Liberty. They take you up that high and they drop you at like a, a freaking 90 degree angle all the way down. Like it, it's the craziest thing. This is the King Daka roller coaster ride that we're going to happen. We are up so high, and people are saying, "Oh my God, the the market's in a bubble." We're at twenty five, and I'm telling you, and I'm I'm the guy in the front of the car yelling back at all of y'all, saying, uh, "Yeah, we're at twenty five thousand points, but this we're only halfway up the ramp, folks. We're only halfway up the ramp. We're not even at the top yet. We're not reaching the top where they're just going to drop us." We haven't seen nothing. 30,000 points, here we come. 40,000 points. And the funny thing is we're not even going to get dropped. That's the crazy thing. We're going to be shot out into the sky. While the whole entire park implodes underneath us. It's the craziest imagery I could think of, but that's what comes to my mind. It's insane, man. Insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, it's it, it's amazing, V. I think it's it, it, it's it's all an illusion. You know, our 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 markets are fake. Our our 
political, our political process is fake. You know, I, I mean, it, it's all an illusion. Our media is fake. I mean, yep. I mean, you know, you want to talk about that movie, you know, The Matrix, you know, about oh, real. Yeah. No wonder there's a big push to push us into uh, virtual VR worlds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, 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 dehumanization, all of it. VR, sex robots, this, that. It's all dehumanization. It's all dehumanizing. It is. It is so that you devalue what it is to be a human. You devalue what it is to be a soulful creature of finite time and finite space. You devalue the preciousness of life, so it becomes easy for you to accept anything. That's what it comes down to. Meanwhile, CJ in the land of adults, it seems like uh, Rand Paul is on a mission. Oh yeah, I mean that's I mean, you know, what what a shock to the system. I'm sure he's he will be labeled next as a as a uh, Russian uh, bot. V, but yeah. yeah, Rand Paul has made a trip to Russia and has delivered a uh, letter from uh, President Trump to Putin. And um, obviously, Rand is anxious to uh, mend the repairs to get Trump to visit uh, the United States. It'd be interesting to see exactly. Uh, what is in that letter, V, and specifics around the recent sanctions that were passed, the the actions of of Congress, of Senate. I think uh, Rand specifically is is a great, great advocate for the president. I think Rand completely understands. Rand has a pulse of what's happening, and hopefully that letter specifically states that. Listen, you know these actions are just completely a uh, uh, to to to. A masquerade of what's happening here in the U.S. Pay no mind to it. Uh, let's continue this work behind the scenes because, uh, my gosh, I mean, you want to talk about the the uh, the massive amount recently of just, you know, the, you look at look at the, some of these text messages or, the, or these tweets that are coming out against Rand that you know he's a traitor now he's you know he's you know shouldn't be in the U.S. Senate. I mean, all these things coming out. So they specifically know that in terms of. You know, following normal diplomatic channels, it's not going to work. This is this is the result of it. You have a U.S. senator delivering, you know, letters from a president because they can't put it on on the tech tech site. They can't put it in digital format. It'll be intercepted. There, you know, yep. nothing nothing is 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 private anymore. V. Correct. Nothing is private anymore, and it's gotten this way because a bu- a bunch of butthurt libtards have losing their crap because they're losing power. They're losing power. The, losing political power is more valuable to, to them than having healthy discourse and dialogue with another nuclear armed to the teeth superpower. Their lunacy has hamstrung diplomacy. Their lunacy has hamstrung diplomacy. And this is the result. You got to send a, a, a senator. All the way to, to, to Russia to li- deliver a handwritten letter. You can't even trust the em- the ambassador to do this nowadays. So yeah, there there is a, a, a there is there's a lot to it, folks. There's a lot to it, and um, you also got better believe there's there's a lot of top secret phone calls between the Kremlin and the White House. There's there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. But this is the world we live in. This is the world we live in. And it's childish and stupid. And it's about time that come the midterm elections 2018, we kick these guys out 
these crazy curmudgeons and we put in adults. That's my take on it, CJ. We put in some adults here, finally. Jeez Louise. Yeah, absolutely. And and to solidify the 2020 election, kick Mike Pence out and replace him with Rand Paul. That's a great idea. You think that'll happen? I, I mean, I, I like again. Again, I don't. I don't like Mike Pence. I never will. Um, don't trust him, and I don't ever see myself voting for him ever. <laughs> so, so let's start building the future of what what the world looks like past past uh, Trump. Let's uh, let's put someone in there strong like Rand Paul. That's going to make a difference. Absolutely. What do you want to hit next, man? We got some uh, New York Times talking about hate speech. Um, got uh, these uh, these uh, rallies, and we have the uh, the space farce. The space farce. <laughs> well, you know, just r- real quick, because I can't. I think it kind of ties in together regarding the hate speech, and then all the these rallies yeah. that are taking place, and and you know. I get the around the the rallies and and the what's labeled the hate speech, but what you know people need to understand is that whether we agree or we disagree with different different perspectives, okay, that everyone has a right to do that. Hate speech nowhere is defined illegal anywhere. The last time that I looked, right, you know, it's not it's not defined in the Constitution anywhere like that. So we can't allow this 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 verbiage just. See, did you just mute yourself? No, you, can you hear me? Yeah, what happened? Okay. I don't know. Maybe I did hit the button real quick. But yeah, we can't allow ourselves to, you know, this this hate speech. And it, we continuously hear it over and over. It's just, again, the 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 far left and they're wanting to control the, 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 the words that we can't call boys men. We can't call girls female. I mean, all this. And this ties directly into it. So this whole thing, whether you agree with someone else's perspective, if you don't, Tune it out, but you don't have to ban it. You don't have to shut it down. And we're witnessing this, you know, you know, I know we keep going on about Alex Jones and everything, but it just, it just, if they can take him out and systematically do what they did to him, then who's mm-hmm. next? Exactly. And that's what we have to worry about as we move forward through this is just the, the, the control of information and, and, and they're doing it again. And that's what people need to understand. They're doing it again, this rhetoric with China that, oh, China's got these supersonic missiles. They're, here's this video of them doing this we're being programmed and that's what everyone needs to understand that china's the new boogeyman china's the new al-qaeda china's the new isis and the deep state are going to do that to to warrant more spending they're going to do that to warrant space programs and spending billions of dollars of things that that we don't need but we're being conditioned for that so the moment that we start looking at this news release regarding everything that China's doing and we start saying yes we need to spend more money for this and that it's no different than the Swiss put Switzerland putting all that money in the US stock market it's just it's just the federal government propping up the expansion of the uh, of the the uh, political machine the, uh, the the war machine that continues to drive things and and you know we, we were we were warned about the military industrial complex a long time ago, this billions of dollars is going to be spent is going to go directly into these military corporations. It, it nothing's nothing's changed, nothing's new, and we have to defeat that that vicious cycle. So when you see all this news regarding China and there's a big rift in the China government right now because they're upset about you know Kim Jong Un and his policy towards the U.S., it, it's it's complete crap. V. Absolutely, one thousand percent correct, man. Uh, 
And that wraps it up, brother. That wraps it up. Uh, we got anything lined up for today? Uh, uh, I'm trying to. We're going to be what, live with what, what is today? Friday. Oh, man. yeah. Huh? <laughs> I think that's it's Friday, but I think they I don't think there is anything else on the calendar now. Well, I'll tell you right now, we got uh, we got I think we're gonna be going live with J Snip at three PM. So you stay tuned for that. We're gonna be talking cryptos on J Snip's channel, I believe. I'm not exactly sure yet. I think it's J Snip's now channel over here. But follow us on Twitter to let, to get the latest announcements. And guys, please again, you know, uh subscribe. Subscribe to this channel, like, share, comment, whatever you gotta do. Just do it. Just do be, be real quick yep. too. Just let the listeners know. You know we, you know uh, the events of this week and everything with 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 Alex Jones and everything and and not so much uh, around Alex himself as a person, but more so what was done, you know, to him. Uh, we we're not taking that lightly. So we are we are working behind the scenes uh, with some things that hopefully we're gonna we're gonna help drive here here at Rogue. You know, partnering with some of the other you know, all news agencies and, um, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be, uh, uh, jumping on the horn and look potentially here pretty soon for an interview, uh, you know, coming out, uh, on SGT report, you know, regarding what that, that conversation is and what it looks like. So we're excited about that. Absolutely. And with that being said, folks, we are over and out. We have nothing to fear. 